Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Give Up the Grind with your hosts, Dr. Greta Anderson and Kevin R. McGee. Insights and offerings for building your best life on your terms. Every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Cat Builder Radio Network. To listen to this and other great past shows, go to www.catbuilderradionetwork.com or subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, family. Hello, family. Welcome to Give Up. Give Up the Grind. Happy Wednesday to everyone out there. My name is Kevin McGee, and I'm joined by the wonderful Miss Dr. Greta Anderson. How are you doing today, Greta? I'm doing great. How are you, Kevin? Awesome. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. We're halfway awesome through the Wednesday. week. Indeed. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome <laughs> Wednesday. So, yeah. So, awesome it's it feels like it's going to be a short week because of the holiday, but it's really not. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of weird, but, you know. Well, it's a short week for me because my kids are gone, Greta. You know, I shut oh, them off. That makes for a short week. That makes for oh, a, makes... A, a very a lightweight week. Oh. How about that? Right, a very lightweight week, very lightweight week. So having, having a great week, man, just uh, enjoying the summer. How about yourself? You've been enjoying yeah. the summer so far? I've been enjoying summer. You know, I am a summer girl, so I enjoy 15, 16 hours of sunlight. I enjoy waking up with the birds and the sunshine and warm weather. It's never too hot for me. So this is my this right. is really my time of year. So yes. I think I feel the same way. I mean, it's been uh it's been unseasonably cool in Atlanta though. I mean, like the, it's been raining for like, you know, the last week and a half or so pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. The temperatures haven't really been hot Atlanta hot. You know, it's been pretty mild, so I think I'm ready for a little warm weather myself. Well, I, and I think it's coming. So, I mean, we just got to the, you know, the, the equinox a few days back, but I think as I saw the forecast, we're going to turn a corner. It's going to be a little bit more humid. It's going to be more like hot Atlanta. So I think that um, we're heading into it. And so with that, you know, we've got to um, – this is often a time where people try to get things a little bit more, more into balance and, and enjoying a little right. more – time away from that desk or, yeah, you know, yeah. if you will, that grind so and that time. type of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's a good time, time to talk vacate. about today's topic. Yeah, how do you balance work-life balance? Right, definitely. Work-life balance. How do you get the, I love, I love the term, uh, how do you get the salt life, as they say down here in the south, around Florida mm-hmm. and, and, and South Carolina, how do you get the salt life, right? The beach life. How do you get the work right balance? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think so, yeah. you know when I talk, when I look at um, you know balance, I think I've always tried to have you know that kind of work life balance in my life and and trying to find that happy medium between you know, how hard you work getting things done, but also spending time doing the things that you love with the people you love. And, you know, I mean, it's difficult, you know, I mean, it, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's difficult, you know, uh, to try and balance everything, you know, and still, you know, make progress in your, in your personal life, make progress in your business life. But I mean, I think there are some, some tips and, and tools that, that we can use. So I think the first question though, is really, you have to kind of define what does work life balance really mean to you. So like for you, Greta, what, how do you define mm-hmm. kind of work-life balance? What, is, what does that mean for you? Okay, so, so and here's the thing, and this, this may take the conversation in an interesting direction, or may not. Of course, I'm biased. I'm about to make this, <laughs> make this, make this declaration here. Right. I am kind of grown 
to believe that work-life balance is a myth. Now, what I believe in is work-life alignment. And the reason that I say this is because very rarely in your life are there going to be multiple things moving at the exact same rate of speed. So it's almost impossible to balance them. But I can be in proper alignment. Right. So there are going to be times, for example, as a business owner, as a business builder, where I don't really have a choice but to put a bunch of the eggs from my total basket into the business. But I'm aware and knowing that this is the emphasis. So I'm not placing pressure on myself, if you will. Oh, my gosh, I'm out of, I'm out of balance. I'm working 75 right. hours a week because of this new startup. Now, I know that this is not the way I can live my life for the next 20 years. But I know that at this period of time, right. this quarter, this year, maybe I've got it's. This is going to be the way it is. So I'm, a, and and so all the moving parts um, that accompany that fit into the totality of my life, if you will, are put into a more realistic perspective. I mean, if I'm working right. 75 hours, I can't expect to have a handicap or two on the golf course. I can't, <laughs> <Right>. you, <laughs> you know, I can't expect to be able to spend every evening with friends and family. I, you know, there are lots of things that I cannot expect to be able to do if I know at this moment in time am I, I'm having to, to put. Okay that. Exactly. And you have to be okay with that. And that's why I kind of use, I, I kind of think of alignment versus balance. Because my scales, my scales have been out of balance since probably childhood. Right, right, right. I mean, I think uh, it's interesting you, you use the analogy of a scale. I did a, um, a couple weeks ago when I spoke to Chicago, we spoke about this same topic. And one of the things that, that, that I kind of mentioned to the audience was that when you look at like the word balance itself and you look at the definition of it, you know, one of the, one of the definitions, you know, says that balance is a verb. And so it means that it's an mm-hmm. active process. You know, you're constantly mm, moving yeah. weights you know, on that scale, kind of back and forth, always trying mm-hmm. to balance and counterbalance, you know, what's going on. And I think for me, that's really what kind of work-life balance means. I mean, I agree that it, it is a myth that you'll have this this point in your life where everything is even all the time, right? You know, you're doing enough at home, enough on your job, enough with your business, enough with your family, enough with your friends. You know, I think it's really more about constantly sort of looking at all those areas of your life and kind of reprioritizing, you know, the things that you need to do to, to achieve, you know, that ultimate level, you know, of balance, you know, because I don't think Mm -hmm. that, you know, you kind of get to a point where everything is even, because quite honestly, if you ever got to a point where everything was balanced, everything was even, life would probably be pretty boring. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You you really wouldn't, you wouldn't, you really wouldn't have any challenges. You wouldn't have any things to overcome. You know, you just kind of be, you know, I, I guess balance, but I static. think you know for me, yeah, just just static. You know, you just be kind of moving. So for me, I think it's always been, you know, a situation where you're constantly looking at how you kind of reprioritize the things that you do, uh, and reprioritize your time, and kind of find that 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 ideal thing. Now, I do think that you know there are times when you have to deliberately kind of balance your life. You know, when you feel that you're you know working too much and you're putting in a lot of hours, maybe your health is suffering, maybe your relationships are suffering, 
you know, you have to kind of look up and say, hey, I need to maybe put some more time or some more priority, you know, in this other area, you know, over here. I mean, what do you think about, you know, when you, you know, how how do you kind of know when you're kind of at your wit's end and you sort of work too hard and you're at that point where you need to kind of maybe pull back a little bit? I know there there are several kind of indicators. I know that um, I've learned you know, I, I was one of those people I just thought that, you know, I could run on a, basically a lengthy nap every night, four or five hours, <laughs> you know, um, and there were <laughs> many years where that's what, you know, I mean, I, I never got more than six hours sleep. I mean, I worked early to late, wow. seven days a week for many years. And I've learned that the best way to take care of the business, the best, best way to take care of me is to take good care of me. And so when I see slippage in those areas, I'm not getting enough sleep, as much sleep as I like or feel, you know, I need. I need about seven and a half to eight and a half to operate very well. I'm not getting that. I'm going to bed too late. I'm not eating well because I'm, 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 I won't say I'm, I'm a health nut, but I'm very conscious about what I put into my body. I'm eating. Right. I'm not eating well. Why? Because I'm I'm running here, running there, doing all these things. I'm 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 I, when I lose a little track of that system that keeps me well, that's when I know. Right. Because things are just just want to inevitably not be running as efficiently. When you are alert, when you are well as a person in your physical state and your mental and spiritual state, that's when you do your best work. I agree. Hundred percent. I mean, I'm pretty pretty much the same. I think you know when I see, for me, it, it's it's you know a little more cut and dry. You know, if if I have a day where you know I got up on the wrong side of the bed, I went outside, my tire was flat. You know, uh, I got to my first appointment late. You know, and some right. other things sort of went wrong in the course of the day. I just sort of say, literally, okay, I just need to stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're just gonna yeah. do a do over on it. We're just gonna stop. You know, we're going to cancel the rest of the meetings for the day. You know, we're just going to kind of reset, you know, because for me, that's just kind of a clear indicator. You know, we aren't going in the right direction. And and I'm of the school of thought, you know, if my energy isn't there, if my energy isn't moving in the right direction, sure. I'd rather not, you know, I'd rather not engage that day because it's not going to be, you know, as productive. And I'll, I'll you know, there have been right. many days where I've just, you know, I'll turn back around, I'll go back home or I'll, I'll go on a hike, <laughs> you know, I'll do something. Yeah. Again, it's not a put, a, little, to put a, those a, things a day K, a day K, as I call it. A little day K, yeah. I mean, I love doing a day K. You know, just kind yeah. of go somewhere and, and clear my thoughts. You know, because I think at the end of the day, you know, we put a lot of emphasis on the time that we have and the time that we use, and we sort of, you know, I think hold ourselves hostage in terms of we sort of say, hey, I have to get this done by this time. I have to go to the meeting by this time. I have to make this appointment. And we kind of mm-hmm. put ourselves on this timeline, but but in actuality. You know, our time, it belongs to us, right? My time belongs to me. Your time belongs to you. It doesn't belong to, uh, as much as it may sound, you know, to, you know, your family, to your friends, to your clients, to your appointments, to your other obligations. It belongs to you, and you can decide at any given moment how you want to use your time. Right. (laughs) We make conscious decisions on how we're going to allot our time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I exactly. think uh, Benjamin Mays, who, used to, who was a president of Morehouse, he had a very beautiful quote that, that I love and I like to receive it, but it goes like this. It says, I've only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon me, 
can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it. But it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give an account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but eternity is in it. Is that awesome, man? That's an awesome quote. That is so telling. I mean, it is. You know, I mean, we think of. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, we think about, you know, the minutes that we spend, but we never really think about just how much those minutes mean because the fact of the matter is once once you use that minute, you never get it back. (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, we talked about that, you know, know, in our inaugural episode. And, you know, I was saying that time is is in many ways as important as money. I mean, Mm. You only get so much of it. And it don't matter how much yeah. money you make, you can't make more time. You can't get more time, right? You can't buy any more. No. <laughs> no. You Even can't if buy you anymore. have a billion dollars, you can't buy right. one more minute. Right. Right. Now, you may be able to create an environment where you have an opportunity to use the, your time to do more things that you like to do, but it's still only 24 hours in the day. Yeah, yeah. And not only and that, so, but you, you never know. know the scariest thing is you never know when your time is up. <laughs> you, you know never I mean? know. Like, you never there's no know. guarantee. There's no guarantee that no. you'll have 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years right. on this planet. Right. You know? Right. A lot of people all of us thought they had to. to. Right. We all know somebody who thought they had the rest right. of their lives and, and, and God rest their souls. They're no longer with us. Mm-hmm. That's so, right. Uh, we have to manage that time. Now, do you feel you manage your time well? Do you think overall you manage your time well? I think I've be, I'm becoming pretty good at it. Um, I, uh, I guess maybe a year or two ago, I decided to, um, because I didn't really have another term for it at the time, I decided to become more selfish with my time. So right. um, what that basically translated translates into that, of course, I'm going to do what I need to do for my businesses and other commitments. I'm going to serve with excellence in whatever I do, you know, to reaffirm that. Um, But when I need time for me, um, which is often, I mean, to keep myself operating at a high level, to keep myself healthy, to keep myself well, to keep myself happy, I have to do some things for Greta. And so, I stop feeling guilty about doing it all the time. I stop feeling guilty about deciding. I love the beach. I love the ocean. I love the Caribbean. I, anything with sand and water, I'm there. I stop right. feeling guilty about um, putting a quarterly Caribbean trip on my calendar. I stop. I just stop worrying about what it might look like to people. What I need it, and so I do it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, uh, you know, for me, same thing a couple of years ago, I made some conscious decisions to really, you know, take your time back because I think we give it away so much. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we join organizations, we give away our time. We go networking, we give away our time. We go to receptions, we give away our time. We go to banquets and dinners and we go to chamber of commerce meetings as business owners and give away our time. We, you know, spend time with our family and give away our time, which is which right. is great. You know, we, you know, go on sales calls and give away our time. And so we're constantly giving away our time. And so I made a decision that I had to really prioritize. So I cut out a lot of the networking. I cut out 
you know, a lot of the, what I would call, you know, socializing and, and, and social capital and, and started spending a lot more mm-hmm. time on myself and, and with my family and, and those people that I love. And, you know, I, had, I got a great return on it. You know, I think mm-hmm. sometimes you can get so engaged in trying to grow your business, trying to operate your business, trying to make connections and relationships and networking and things of that nature that you can lose sight of the reasons why you really started your business, which was written in most cases to spend more time doing the things that you love to do. And so I think before you know it, you look up and you've spent a lot of time uh, networking, receptions, dinners, you know, et cetera. And there's not a lot of impact. Yeah, there's not a lot of impact. You know, you can't really point right. and say, well, you know, what is the impact of all of these receptions, all of these socials that I went to? You know, what is the impact? You know, that, yeah, I know a lot of people, I've met a lot of people, but, you know, how is that really impacted? So any tips you have, any tips for how you, you know, for the the listeners to better manage their time? Well, one thing I want to to say this regarding your comments. Um, Let's acknowledge, too, to an extent that, Kevin, that you were able to make that decision or comfortable with that decision after many years of being a successful business owner and builder. Right. So sometimes I think it goes back to that alignment. You know, sometimes I do have to put the pedal to the metal. I'm going to have to do a bit more networking. I'm going to have to do a a few more lunches. I'm going to have to do a few more, you know, you know, after work, such and such and -and so-and-so's because I'm in the process of trying to develop a clientele, build relationships, that type of thing. True. But but it does come a point when, as you said, enough is enough or enough is too much. So I think that um, as you asked me, do I have any tips? I think one of the biggest tips is to not go into things blindly thinking that this is the only way to do it. The only way for me to succeed is to, to, for the next 10 years is to blindly put the pedal down and forsake our relationships and, you know, right. just go to the extreme here because in all actuality, those other pieces of, of life, health, wellness, family, friends, those are going to be the parts that help you endure and actually move to the next level. Yeah, I, I think I would. I think my tip is is, and I agree 100 percent with what you said. Um, mine would be, I think, one of the ways that I've managed my time better is to really utilize the technology that we have now. You know, the ability to you know schedule meetings, mm-hmm. uh, have meetings in remote locations. You know, have telephone meetings, right, conferences, yeah. webinars. And so, you know, what I've done is I've cut out a lot of the meeting, the in-person meetings mm-hmm. that I've had in the past. And I've done more, you know, get phone calls, conference calls, webinars, teleconferences, mm-hmm. and they work just as well. But you get a lot, because, you know, you also lose a lot of time driving to the meeting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just oh, yeah. There's a lot Atlanta, to talk uh, about in that, that, that whole, so, the, the, the technology. Oh, and, yeah. and with us. So let's do this, Kevin. How about we take a little break? Piece. Let's take because there's a lot to talk about the technology and 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 this whole piece. So how about we take a little break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about the process from A to Z about business ownership, wellness, and whole bit. And we have a special guest coming back after the break, don't we, Greta? Yes, we do. Will be on the line and talking to us about her business and her give up the grind story. So we'll be back in just a moment. Give up the grind. Stop 
Oh my goodness. You mean to tell me you haven't heard yet? You don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, wait a minute. Let me break it down and make it plain. On August 13, 2017, one of the greatest events is going to take place. This is the 6th Annual Nonprofit Trinity Awards that's going to be taking place at the Porter Sanford Performing Arts Center. Now listen, men, you've got to have your swag. Women, you've got to wear your finest, your gowns, because at 5 p.m., there's going to be a photo op session. Yes, people are going to walk down the red carpet, have their photos taken. It is going to be wonderful. Mix and mingle, they'll be all dirty. What is this all about? Well, let me tell you. On August 13, 2017, at the Porter Sanford Performing Arts Center, it's going to be the Nonprofit Trinity Awards, the sixth annual one, that is. For more information, you've got to go to www.nonprofittrinityawards.org. Don't miss this great event. It's going to be second unto none. you got to be there. Hope to see you. You wanted to see me? Yes, please. Have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. We want to hire you. You're, You're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Thank you, and we are back with Give Up the Grind. Welcome back. My host. What's up, Greta? Everything good with you? We're back from the break. Everything's good. Everything good. Back from the break. Excited because we have a guest. Excited. We have a, we have our, this is our inaugural guest, Greta. This is our first guest on our new show, and I'm just so excited. I feel like a real radio host type person. You know what I'm saying? We have a guest. Yeah. Now. Not only that, she, I mean, we know her. She personifies. We know her well. Businesswoman from A, a to Z. Bonafide businesswoman, entrepreneur, startup rock star, mother, wife, daughter. Uh, uh, what else is she? I see an entrepreneur already. Socialite. She's all that. She's she's done a lot of great things, and she's she's kept it all in balance. Uh, over the years, uh, she has founded uh, a business and, and did very well at it, and, and ultimately sold that. Tell us a little bit more about that as well. But welcome to the show, Miss Tara Bailey. How are you doing today, ma'am? Thank you. I'm good. I'm going to have you guys start traveling and giving introductions to me everywhere I go now. <laughs> We're good at oh, that. I'm we good. can do just, that. Just make sure you pay me. Just make sure you pay me. I'm <laughs> hype, right. man. You exactly. got to pay the hype. Yeah. Everything's good. I um you know, you guys are saying a lot about the work life balance. That's an ongoing thing, so um it's all good and I'm happy to be able to join you guys today. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank so you. tell us so 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 before we kind of 
started with the questions, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of, you know, your journey from uh, kind of the corporate realm into entrepreneurship and then kind of like your exit out of that. I think the listeners would really love to hear that. Yeah, so um, I was in the financial industry for 10 years, and being the – I was an account executive, so I was the frontline person giving all the excuses about the good, the bad, and the ugly that was happening <laughs> to people's businesses right. and retirement plans. So kind mm. of got tired of smoothing over and being the bearer of good and bad news for a right. company. And, you know, I felt like I could right. put that energy – into my own business. Um, my husband and I, we always wanted to be business owners and talked about it. And then it just got to the point, if you don't jump in and do it, it just kind of never happened. So, right. um, you know, I kind of took a different route and, and used a franchise broker. I just felt like that was the better um, path for me. Um, but that's mm-hmm. how I ended up arriving at, at starting business. Yeah, yeah. And so you started the business. Uh, what, what was the industry? Yeah, so I had a home care agency. So um, I employed nurse assistants to go out and help seniors in the area. Um, so it was a 24-7 business. So work-life balance was always a challenge. Um, and I think, Greta, like you said, it's an active process. It was something that you're just always doing. There's never really a, a true balance. Um, so I found that delegating and, and bringing the right people into my business and being able to trust them to help me, um, made a huge difference in being able to help with balance. Um, but yes, so I did the home care agency for five years and, um, the time frame I just sold the business about a month ago. So just coming into this new life, (laughs) Thank you. Coming into round this of, new life. Round of applause for that one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Round of applause, yes. Yes. So, so you're getting a chance to breathe a bit. I mean, it's, you know, the the transaction, the process of closing on a sale been there. So I understand that's like you're you're getting to breathe right now uh, kind of take a look back at things. Yes, and that was that's work in itself, just, and that was the first time going through it. I know, Kevin, you talk about being a first-time entrepreneur all the time, so this was something new. Yep, yep. And, you know, once you travel through it, I feel like I did the whole process from start to finish, and to be able to come out with a successful sale is huge, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it feels like okay, it's an accomplishment. So happy yeah. to be able to come out yeah. alive on the other end. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that honestly, you know, Terry, I mean, that's more than huge. I mean, you know, if you look at just the the statistics alone on, you know, small business startup rates, small business startup failures, first-time entrepreneur failures, to start a business, operate it for five years, that business be profitable, profitable, excuse me, be able to successfully sell that business and put a few coins in your pocket, Mm -hmm. that's that's not a Something short of amazing. I mean, you really should be, you know, proud of yourself, uh, you know, for doing that and, and for really kind of moving in that direction, man. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, that's an awesome feat. You know, you've kind of seen the whole cycle. What? So, so let me ask you this. So you, you started the business. It was doing well. Uh, at some point, you know, you decided to sell. I mean, you know, we've talked. We've known each other for a while. And so, mm-hmm. you know, at what point did you sort of say, hey, you know, I want to make this transition, you know, again, you know, from from this business owner 
you know, back to uh, whatever, or maybe another business? I mean, was it because you wanted more work-life balance? Did you feel you were kind of alibi? Were you sort of tired of running the business? What were some of your thoughts as you went and decided to make the decision to sell? Um, You know, around year three, I did kind of realize that um, my time frame, my exit strategy was going to be five between five and seven years. And um, work-life balance, it did start to become, it's, it's stressful. It's stressful running a, a business that runs 24 hours a day. Um, so I knew that I was going to start that process. Um, really, I really wanted to step forward last year. So around year four, I knew that, okay, let's get the ball rolling and started putting feelers out to see um, if there were potential buyers in in the field, um, so that's when I really got serious. And I don't I don't know if it's luck or blessings or what, but it happened really quickly for me to find a buyer. Um, so I really didn't expect for it to happen as soon. So now I'm kind of, you know, went through that whole selling process and went through I guess a bit of a shock. And Greta, like you said, now I'm sitting and looking back. Okay, so what's next? Um, mm-hmm. So I think the the quality of life and the the balance that I'm finding now is, okay, my kids, they've seen me run a business. They they know it can be done. So now they're asking me, okay, what's next? So them Mm. asking me is is huge and encouraging and and really getting my wheels turning on, okay, I've had this time. They know what kind of time they expect from me now um, because because of being able to balance. So um, I really do have to be careful about, what steps I take next because I know that it will be, you know, that ramp up time in the beginning. It's a lot of work. Um, but I think now I know how to, to step away and manage my time a little better and, and not let the business overwhelm me, not let it run me and, and really be able to run the business. I think that's a huge part to to be able to do. That makes a lot of sense. So you, as you know, as you commented, Tara, there there were seasons, if you will, during um, your ownership and leadership of your business where your your time requirements were kind of, frankly, off the charts. And then mm-hmm. I'm guessing there were some times where it, it wasn't quite off the charts, but still quite demanding. Um, would you say that? As as you moved along during the five year tenure of your ownership. How would you say you learn to shape or fashion that so that it worked for you? Um, in the beginning, I was just really trying to do a lot of networking and meeting people and giving, like you said, Kevin, giving up time. Um, as I started to push through the business, I really learned the importance of sticking to a calendar and putting things on there that, I knew needed to be done, and in time frames that I knew I could actually do them. Um, so sticking to a, a, a calendar was really, really important, along with delegating things. So I like checklists. I know some people are against them, um, but even within that calendar, I might have a block where it's just going to be dedicated to um, business operations, and I want to go through QuickBooks and Um, making sure that things are good in my office. So I will still have, even if there's a block of time on my calendar for that, I like to be able to check little things off even within that time frame. So that was something that helped me 
being able to see those things, colors on my calendar, alert to tell me to stop um, and not give too much of my time to things, that ended up being a big thing for me. I mean, I think that um, just kind of uh, your comments there go right into what we were just talking about before before you came on, Tara, that technology. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a game changer for uh, the world, all of us, and particularly for the for the small business owner. We we are able to do and manage tasks um, that heretofore we 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 weren't. We would have had to sit at a desk or you know ha- have another individual manage it. So in their mm-hmm. in their cons to that, um, essentially. Uh, you know, mobile phones and tablets and uh, and laptops. It made us more accessible than ever. Um, this technology is made us on. It's, it's a great thing, but yeah. it's made us twenty four seven people in a lot of ways. Now I know in your industry, you're in home right. care, home health care. It mm-hmm. is a twenty four seven industry. But um, can you speak to that whole technology component and and how it 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 helps you and how it hindered you in some ways, or not hindered you, or just made things more challenging, if if that is even applicable. Yeah, I think you know in the beginning, even with um, the business being twenty four hours, I would leave the office, transition the phone lines to myself, and I was doing a lot of it, and not trusting other people to answer phones after hours, and maybe they won't take in in do an inside sales call the right way. Um, So that took me a little bit of time to be able to take my hands off of things. But after about two years, I I really realized being able to have other people answer the phone after after hours, small things like that make a huge difference. Um, And being able to make sure that caregivers were in the right place at the right time and it was huge. So even things like my caregivers being able to use phone systems to clock in and clock out, technology was really just the bread and butter of my business. I, there was no way I could run without systems where we could log in and CRM systems and being able to see what happened on different people's shifts. So it was really a blessing to be able to have good systems in place and um, not have to be tied to a desk. So mm. that helped a lot with work-life balance. I was, I would be in my office at times, but I wasn't required to be there so much. That I had to be out meeting people and referral sources. So being able to just log in to see what's happening with the business um, mm-hmm. was a big deal and really helpful. Okay. Okay. Did you make, do you think that you made just a conscious decision, uh, you know, on the front end when you started your business to kind of use that technology and, and to sort of build that into your business model? Or was it something that you sort of added added on after you saw that there was a need for it? You know, some of it was there, but honestly, I, connecting with other entrepreneurs and seeing how other people do things helps a lot. Um, even, you know, connecting with you guys, and we have a con- Connecting, connection and group of other entrepreneurs that we would speak with and being able to share ideas and seeing how other people 
are you how they're using technology and how they're managing time helps too because you don't know everything when you're out in the business owner world sometimes it can be really lonely and you don't even realize things that are available um so being able to hear from others and you know staying on top of of things that are actually out there is the is is helpful it's really helpful mm-hmm. i mean what about for you kevin you know kind of technology What's yeah i think uh it's done a lot for me i mean i think i have to sort of Fight the fight the feeling that I have to be sort of angry at the millennial entrepreneurs now because I <laughs> I constantly tell myself you know what I'm I constantly tell myself if you know fifteen twenty years ago when I when I first started you know my different you know businesses or whatnot if I if I mm-hmm. were able to run all of those from a mobile phone I would have been a beast I mean like I would have just I would have smashed <laughs> you know what I mean because you look at the right. fact that literally with one device you know you get you have a calendar. You have Google Voice where you can you don't even have to have your own phone number. You can get you know virtual register. addresses. You can build a red. You can build a website for free. You have a cash register on your phone. You can run credit cards from your phone without you know having to fill out. I mean, when I first started system, accepting credit cards, right. yeah, I mean, you know, when I started accepting credit cards, you know, with my first business, you had to have a merchant account. You have to have credit it, check. Yes, you have did. to have money. You had to buy the machine. You had to lease the machine. The machine was like two thousand dollars. You know, right. so, I mean, I mean, the barriers to entry were just so it's high. And literally, even if you didn't have a storefront, yeah, you had to have mm-hmm. five ten thousand dollars worth of cash just for the equipment to right. be in business. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you remember? I mean, I mean, you had cards. we had to have five thousand dollars season, and you had to have a phone line and a brick and mortar. Yeah. A brick and mortar, you have to have a location. And so now you have, you know, you know, people who are Stripe. starting businesses and and it's from them. And it's like Stripe. And they have they have one cell phone and Stripe Stripe is free, Square is free, Cash App right. is free, everything is free. Sign up for that. Mm-hmm. And it I mean it's right. so I've definitely taken advantage yeah. of those as I've started to build out, you know, my latest business and, and you know, the the interesting thing is that I'm having to really re-educate myself on how to use mm-hmm. these technologies and really match sure. them and leverage them mm-hmm. because they're just, just so un, 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 un familiar to just kind of think the way that the apps, you know, so uh, just having to make that change has been well, but I definitely embrace it, you know, wholeheartedly. I mean, and I, and I talk with all of my entrepreneurs, my clients, and I try to get them to understand that, you know, you have to be in that virtual space, you have to be in an app space, you have to be in a social media space, whether you want to or not, because that mm-hmm. is the new storefront of business. You know what I'm saying? That, that is the new brick and mortar. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I definitely, definitely agree that, that tech ne- technology has enabled us to just make tremendous strides in building, you know, great businesses. Um, and it's and here's the thing: for many, if you're not careful it can make you much more busy, but mm-hmm. not necessarily as effective in taking care of more business. Right, right, The, the right. key thing is, is that 24-7 access. I mean, as you, as you noted, Kevin, we have store, we have online stores, we've got websites, we've got social media, we've got, you know, blogging, everything in between. If you're not disciplined about what and when you uh, spend your time online, not much is getting done. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Right. Right. And you I mean, and you may right. be up twenty four hours a day. 
on, on, right. online, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. And several of my clients know that, you know, who who begin the business um, and begin their process thinking the most important thing is to have 5,000 um, likes and followers. And I go like, mm-hmm. I, I, okay, that, you know, having a following is, is important in, in, the, in the world of social media. But until you can help me, um, if you can convince me how, that, how you're, you're monetizing that in your infant business, that's probably not where you want to spend 90% of your time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. Well, listen, we're going to run to a short break uh, when we get back more on work-life balance. How do you stay healthy while you're becoming wealthy? We'll be back in a moment. Give up, Brian. Dr. Greta Anderson, yep. Kevin McGee. We'll be back soon. break that barrier. My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't gave a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. Take one. Behold the angry giant. Try it again, Alberto. Behold the angry giant. Perfect. Good luck tonight. Behold the angry giant. Yay! Read me another one, Dad. This is WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. All right, all right, we're back. Give up we're, back. we're back. Talking about we're work-life back. balance. <laughs> right. And everything you that know, it is. And that it is, that it is. Um, you know, I think one of the, the the things that I really like to talk about here lately, particularly with work-life balance, business-life balance, entrepreneurship-life balance, is just this concept of health and wellness, right? You know, mm-hmm. so we're in this age of smoothies and green drinks and <laughs> fresh juice and 
organic and all of these different things, and, and we're talking about being healthier and boot camps and spin classes. And so, you know, I know for me, uh, in the last couple of years, I've gotten, I've began, I've, I've gotten a lot more serious about my health and wellness as it relates to, you know, entrepreneurship and, and trying to be at my best. I've always tried to be healthy, but I've really taken uh, a closer look at it the last couple of years. And I know, Greta, you've always been athlete, athletic, you know, concerned about your health and your wellness. How important do you think that health and wellness piece is to successful entrepreneurship or, 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 or just being able to work successfully? I think it's really important because um, – if we if we want to use kind of an analogy or a metaphor here, you might want to give consideration to viewing the, the, the building and the development of your business similar to that of running a race. You need oh, to be prepared, okay. fit, and strong for the long haul. I was a distance right. runner for many years, and, you know, it happens to a lot of us. The first race, we're over. So despite the training, despite the coaching, you start out too fast. And what happens? You expend too much energy, too many resources, and you teeter out at mile eight of the half marathon. Right. <laughs> That's not good. So we have to learn to to pace ourselves, but to do that, we have to be in be in good shape. And uh, physical um, wellness um, is is a huge part of it. I mean, we see the statistics. Um, we know that there are a lot of, you know, issues and comorbidities going on that are taking folks out of here pretty darn early. I mean, you Very know, we quickly. aren't that young, but we aren't that old. But, I mean, we know that there are, you know, a few too many of our peers that, have, that are not no longer here with us because of things like heart disease, diabetes. These things really do um, come up and affect us. And no matter how you and get around the building are. of a business, they're indiscriminate. They do not care who you are. Yeah. And no yeah. matter, you know, how you get around it, building a business is a stressful process. And Definitely. so stress will take a toll on you. So if you don't take care of yourself to be able to manage that and endure those times, some less than good things can happen. Because they can happen anyway. But when you're fit and strong, um, you can endure some of those things. Several years ago, when uh, my, uh, one of my existing businesses was much younger. Um, fit as a fiddle, healthy, Greta, I'm living life is great. And long and short, I end up in the hospital very, very ill, very ill. And so I had to have extensive surgery and that type of thing, all as well. And I remember I'm asking the surgeon some things while I'm still, I'm still hospitalized and everything. And he's like, Greta, uh, because I, I was, of course, I think I was asking if I was going home. It was like day number 12. I'm like, am I going home today? <laughs> right. And he says, I, got you know, some to I need you to slow down. <laughs> and he says, this is what you don't get. He said, you're sitting up, you're walking, you're going you're gonna to be back on the tennis court in a few weeks and that type of thing. He's like, most people who have had this surgery this exact same time a few days ago that you did, they're not even able to sit up yet. Because I was doing laps in the hospital right. and everything. I mean, I was, you know, and what, and all that to say what he said, this is because you take great care of yourself. Yes, obviously this surgery is not what you wanted. This situation is not what you wanted to be in. But it's allowing for such a much quicker recovery that 
all of that work, you know, eating right and taking care of myself paid dividends, even though I ended up in a situation I didn't want to be in. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when I was, you know, younger, um, I owned, I was a, during my period as a restaurateur. Mm-hmm. Which is That's stressful. Infamous, infamously stressful. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I recall vividly, you know, working 15, 16, 17, 18 hour days uh, repeatedly. Uh, ironically, yeah, you're in the restaurant yeah. business, but most people in the restaurant business don't eat well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've noticed you know, that. Right? I mean, yeah. It's the craziest thing. It's like yeah. you have everything you need to be healthy, but you don't eat any. You are like, I'll just have the macaroni and cheese. Bake. Thanks. Uh, but that I had no concern for, you know, working out, uh, running, exercising. I was just like, I just have to just hit it every day. I have to get in there and hit it every day. And I didn't notice it then. But now, years later, um, you know, I've started businesses. I'm in better health, uh, meditate, work out, exercise, all of those things. I'm really trying to take care of myself. My productivity is so much greater now than then. You know, I mean, sure. I, I look at the energy that I, that I expended, you know, during during my early years. I look at the energy that I expend now to get the same, if not better, results. And it's amazing. You know, just like you said, I mean, you know, if your body is in good shape, if your mind is in good shape, if your spirit is in good shape, then almost by default, your business is going to be in good shape. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to do the thing that you need to do. And so now when I, when I encounter business owners, when I encounter business owners and clients um, and working and, and kind of, you know, pushing themselves to the end or grinding it out. You know, I sort of say, hey, look, you know, how is your health? You know, have you thought about, right. you know, ways that you can kind of reduce your level? You know, are there things you can do? Are there things you can eat? Um, you know, what is it that you can do to be, be more healthy? You know, because if you do that, then your business is going to automatically benefit. If you don't do that, That's right. your business is going to suffer. And so, so, so um, yep. You know, you have to be healthy, man. I mean, you know, I tell you have you, to be healthy now. If, I mean, if that was a one, you, know, you have to be healthy, and even beyond that, I mean, I think being healthy and strong physically helps you, you know, deal with some of those mental battles. You know, when you've had Absolutely. a failure, you, you know, in your mind that contract, you can push forward. You know, but you still feel good, healthy. You can go out there and kind of, you know, put put that put that energy of those frustrations into something else. Then it works out really, really well for you, man. So uh, you got to stay exactly. healthy. Got to stay. Got healthy is is uh, everything. Um, because life. Um, balance of life, you know, I think that um, that that health and wellness means everything. Um, but in in the bigger sense, when our lives are flowing out of order, um, there's a, a lower likelihood of achieving that that you know the work life balance that we're speaking of today. Um, and and then, excuse me, in turn, that, that health and wellness piece, um, because, for example, one area may be going well. You know, let's just say it's the business. The business is blowing up, it's growing, it's doing, doing everything you dreamed it would. And then your family life is the catastrophe. Um, you've fallen off a cliff spiritually. 
that is not wellness, obviously, and that's certainly not balance. So I think that um, it's important to think about it perhaps, and you can tell me your thoughts on this, Kevin, if one area may be at the forefront at any given time, but all the areas must be well-maintained, all the areas of one's life. So, Tara, did you have any thoughts on that? I think you're back with us just for a moment. I am. I completely agree. I am am not always that great in the health area, Um, but Mm -hmm. I do completely notice that things do seem more in line when I'm paying attention to my health and going to the gym and part of health for me is maybe spending time at the spa. <laughs> or no, that is a great health time. I love the spa. I'm with you. Yes. So, so yes, health is important because it allows me to go to to get a massage here and there, <laughs> and and being uh, able to and spending time meditating is huge too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meditation. I mean, that is a very much a part of wellness. I mean. If if you you know I guess in shorthand if your mind is not right how can mm-hmm. your mind or anything else be right it is it and I think um, for for many for mo- for most of us um, for many years for for decades it was very understated or underappreciated and I think that mm-hmm. um, just our total overall wellness of the body mind and the spirit are are becoming more um, for lack of a better term in vogue but yeah. I think that's a good thing because we do mm-hmm. really need to give real attention to keeping our mental faculties well. Just just staying in just in a in a better place. I mean, I, that's yeah. just kind of my opinion. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah I think just being able to even just the meditation part, or you know, somebody that might be praying or meditating or whatever it is, just to get into mm-hmm. a clear space and. Be able to go start your day with positive thoughts and thinking, and then transitioning that into your business is huge. Um, because if you're not in a good space, there's no way that people see it. People can see it on you. They know if you're feeling well. Um, it just makes a huge difference. So being able to get up, get your body moving, making sure that you're well mentally, physically people notice it and then they they also want to do business with you if you're a pleasant person right. and happy and, and feeling good so being able right. to give that off right. to them is is a big thing right because energy oh. and vibrations are real yeah mm-hmm. and so we've all talked to you know and been in contact with an individual and you go like you know i are you know we just i wasn't catching his vibe well if right. it's, just energy, it's just energy and so the You have to do that sometimes. You got to stand it out. Got to stand it out. You got to woo side out. You got to. Hey, listen. I, hey, I was playing. I was playing. Uh, I was playing that the other day, and uh, my wife was like, "Is that Tina Turner?" I was like, "Yeah, Tina Turner got a got a, got a yoga album." <laughs> 
She oh, does. She yes, right. Tina is is, is 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 quite an advanced yogi. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Tina, Tina is 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 off the chain. Even my daughter was like, "Daddy, what's that? It sounds so great." Side, you know, so uh, yes. Tina definitely gets her meditation on, man. You know, I mean, I think you know, it's huge, man. I mean, you know, all those things, meditation, exercising. I mean, they're all given to us to be more successful, you know, in our businesses, man. So we have to definitely exactly. have to use them. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about discipline. Pardon me. I said, and it also just shows your discipline and and your dedication to things. If you can be disciplined about your body, you can put it into anything else. Definitely. And I agree with that. And I think if you if you know that you can as as within yourself, if you know that you you you're disciplined and respect your body, your temple, then it's it's I won't say it's much easier, but it's a natural next step to be to go out and do the same thing with other other entities, other people. And throughout mm-hmm. all of the activities of your life. Yeah, so, yeah. So we got a couple minutes left, real, real quick, real quick. So let's just all of us. One thing that you think people should do for work-life balance. Well, what about you, Greta? One thing. Uh, I think the one thing is to remember that your health and wellness. The things that we've just been speaking about. That body is your temple, your temple, but your health and wellness physical, mental, and emotional, they are the true cornerstones of a life well lived. If you remember that, you'll go a long way. Awesome. Miss Bailey, your one thing. I think that just paying attention to the things that are meaningful to you, making sure that you're having meaningful meetings, meaningful relationships, um, makes a huge difference. So that would be my looking for meaningful And for me, the final thing, give up the grind, man. You don't have to work that hard. (laughs) Give it up. Every once in a while, give up the grind. Thank you all. Thank you, Tara, for a great interview. Thank you, Tara. Guys, have a great week, and we will see you all next week on Give Up the Grind. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Give it up. Take care. God bless.